0: You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action, and your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So, if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne.
1: Good morning. Hope everybody's Monday is great. Today is December 13th. We're zooming into the Christmas holidays. Hey, so today we're going to talk about branding versus marketing. And I get this question a lot what's the difference? so you've got a business and you're ready to push your branding efforts online the first question you encounter is how do i go about this thing called branding so what i've noticed from my years of experience uh, especially on online marketing is that you probably think branding involves this right logos color schemes websites what should my logo be what colors should represent my business how do i go about this web design Uh, You know, brand mentions, links, social popularity, uh, visibility, ad campaigns, promotional efforts, all that. If you answered any of those questions, right, then you're probably looking at branding the wrong way. The items that I mentioned are all marketing tools and strategies. And they only scratch the surface of branding. So what's the difference between marketing and branding? Marketing is a set of processes and tools that you use to promote your business. This includes like uh, social media, SEO, pay per click, local search, mobile, you know, just the traditional promotional methods and tools. Branding, on the other hand, is the culture itself, the message, the ideas, and the rules of the process of your business. See, the Common misconception about branding is mixing up marketing and branding is only one of the common misconceptions of, about branding that you'll encounter when you start your business. Many businesses and marketers are handling branding tasks in a way that actually might not be right. See, misconception number one is branding is marketing, advertising, promotion, anything that to you know to that effect. As I mentioned earlier, this is a misconception because branding goes deeper than marketing. Marketing and advertising and other promotional activities only communicate your brand's personality and message. Your brand is compromised of your personality, your voice, and your message. Branding is the process of establishing those traits. See, so misconception number two is you are the ultimate authority when it comes to your brand. I say this a lot, this is very common misconception, especially among first-time business owners. The truth is, while you set the tone and get the ball rolling to do, you know, so to speak, get the ball rolling, and you set the guidelines that your organization will follow and live by, <clears throat> as they work with your brand, you got to pay attention to that. This does not automatically make the, uh, you the ultimate brand authority on your brand. Obviously, your customers are the ones who ultimately define that. Now, not to say that you don't need to set your parameters and go for your focus on what you think your brand should be. But remember, your clients and your customers are going to influence that. Their perception of your brand is what sticks with the people that, that uh, they influence. So it's their sphere. This is why it's very important to select your brand values carefully. Otherwise, your brand may be taken the wrong way. Or worse, it may fail when you don't actually see any repeat customers. There exists a formula for success when it comes to branding. Just because everything in online marketing can be measured doesn't mean everything has a formula. No two companies are just alike. They may be similar. And while a similar process for developing your brand may work for your business, it may not work for others. For example, these businesses will have uh, unique identities and, and needs. Truth is, is that there's no formula. Branding is and always will be customizable. It's a customized experience for your client. The good news is that you can measure the success of your brand easily. See, what you should look at in this case, is the behavior and the interest of your target market. In order to create and establish a strong brand, you'll need to ask the most fundamental questions behind its development. Before you begin to plan your market online, especially in online strategies, you need to do this. You need to establish a purpose. The first thing you need to clarify is why you do what you do. You won't get the right answer right away. You'll need to ask yourself this many, probably several times before you get the root purpose. That's why you need to write everything down. The very core of your business, what is the root purpose? Start with questions like, why did I start this business to begin with? Why do I help out and who do I help in specific groups of people? Why does it matter to me that these things get done? See, as you keep going, note the answers that you're giving, each why. These answers will form your purpose, I promise. Walt Disney example answers this question very well. And there's a good example of a company that knows why they exist. They want to bring joy to children all over the world. This permeates everything that they do. So choose your personality and your voice. After asking why you do what you do, ask yourself this, what is my brand? This will help begin to shape your brand and its identity, becoming a skeleton on which you can attach the rest of the ideas, values, and messages. This is, um, at this stage in your branding, you need to ask these following questions or write them down. What kind of voice do I want to use for my brand? How do I want to be perceived? Do I want to be approachable and casual, corporate, or formal? Will I be able to stay true to this identity throughout the existence of this brand? So some people want to do this and then kind of massage it as they go along to their comfort. Remember, you're doing this for your clients. You want to enjoy what you're doing, but you're also wanting to make sure that you stay true to your clientele customer base. The last question is specifically important because your audience will be looking for a solid, consistent identity from you. Your ability to stay true to your brand is one of the most important elements that will earn your customer loyalty. So outline your values. Once you finish asking what you are, it's time to ask, who am I? The value that you get from the previous step will define you and your brand. So you want to write a list, write them down, define them. These values in your light and in your eyes of the business. There are several businesses that do a great job of outlining and defining their values. There's one in particular, they have a a 10 core value that they live by. And if you go through their information and their website, you'll see that these values permeate every process they have. You'll also notice that people following these values to heart, all the way from blog posts to their performance to their customer service. Defining a good, solid set of values will help you become more consistent. Remember, it's hard enough to be a business owner. And if you set the rules in the playbook and you follow that, it keeps you from getting the high-speed wobbles. And then once you start growing and you start gaining employees, you want to define your culture. See, your integrity as an organization depends heavily on the culture you cultivate for your business. Right. I used there used to be a couple of businesses that I worked with that, you know, my mantra for them was the beatings will continue until morale improves. And that's not a great way to run a business. Happy employees are productive, passionate and cohesive, making your business stronger and your processes more easily manageable for them makes them happier, which makes you happier, which makes you more money, which absolutely permeates down to your clientele. This is why it's important to establish what kind of culture you want to nurture in your establishment. If you're a miserable ass, then you're probably going to have miserable asshole employees or no employees at all that don't want to be around you. Google was a perfect example. It's very famous for encouraging creativity and innovation by giving their employees time and resources to explore whatever the hell they wanted, new things. The 80-20 policy had paved the way for innovation like Google, Glass, and Android. Although it's not being implemented as a policy, their, their company, they still encourage you to take on side projects that allow you to be innovative. You can see how the culture lives, and despite the fact that the policy has been removed, that's the power of culture. So then you want to communicate your brand to your audience. Finally, you get to the point where marketing comes in. You now have to decide how you want to raise awareness about your brand. The previous steps combined with market research and analysis, that's what I do as a coach. I see where the problems are. That's our mantra. Money follows problem solved. If I can solve a problem, I will get paid. The bigger the problem, the bigger the paycheck. The following will be the most important points to discuss when planning communication strategies. Your company's mission statement, which you can easily derive from your purpose. Remember, I always talk about it. My coaching clients that are listening to this will understand value statement and explanation of services. If you have that and you can communicate that in two minutes or less, that's all you need. The benefit your customers will get from your business or your process, which is also answered at the beginning of the process. your're wise. your chosen platforms and your appropriate media for each one of those communications. you have to have a call to action. What goals do you have and how do you plan to entice your audience to take action, action, attitude, and approach? You have to take action and implement the processes in order for your clientele to take action on a call to action, right? If they don't buy, you're not making money. So in conclusion, branding isn't the same as marketing. Branding is the core of your marketing strategy. In order to build an effective brand, you need authenticity and clarity in each of these steps discussed earlier. This will allow your target market to identify with your brand and its personality and its value successfully. So one thing to remember, and it's very, very important, is that branding isn't a one-time thing that you do at the beginning of establishing your business or your organization, it's an ongoing effort that permeates your processes and your culture and your development as a business, and it requires your dedication and loyalty in order to reflect it in your work. At the end of the day, the true measure of your branding success is earning loyal customers who become your brand ambassadors as well. Right? So you have to. You don't. If you're a struggling business, you don't have a cash or capital problem, you have a client problem. So if you start earning loyal customers who buy your product and like your product and like your process and your message and your values, they become brand ambassadors, which then gives you access and unlocks the key to the rest of their sphere. So it's very important to take this serious. Branding and marketing are different. Don't overcomplicate it. Explanation of services and a value statement. Mine, for example, is I want to coach everybody to success so that you have more free time, more money, and less stress. Plain and simple. That's my elevator pitch. Are you a business owner? Do you want more money? you want less stress and more free time? Do you want your business working for you, or do you want to work for your business? I can help you with that. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys have an amazing week. It's a great day to have a great day. Be safe, take care, and sell a bunch. Bye.
0: You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Join us next time for more money-making strategies to help you have less stress and more free time. Follow us on Facebook at Productive Not Busy On Instagram at frontline.coach.wayne and on Twitter at Wayne New Jr. And remember, be productive, not busy.